BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube or you're just listening, glad you're here. You know, click, link, subscribe, follow back. I don't know. Just do the damn thing. Hope you're having a beautiful week. I am very excited to have our next guest on. We got to record about two weeks ago on the old Zoomies, but he's just one of the nicest guys in the biz. And we have very similar audiences, and I'm very proud of him. His Netflix special, 37 and Single, just debuted. He's doing fantastic. Also, he's just one of them. He's one of the gals. And you hear him all the time on the Betches Network, but I'm very excited. So without further ado, let's get into it. You know him, you love him. The one and only Jared Freed. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm great. It's so good to see you. So, so good, good to, to see you. Here. I'm coming to Atlanta. I, I want to come down. I want to go to Chateau de McMahon. I want to yes. see where your mom gets drunk. I want to see. Yeah. I want it's like that's my Dollywood. I want to. Uh- that is such an honor. And <laughs> I, I listen, I it's a revolving door. I'm basically running yeah. a midlife crisis youth hostel. It is anybody <laughs> in their mid 30s who is unsure of what they're doing with their life and or just needs a little direction, comes to my home, stays with me, you know, gets a, sexually assaulted by a French bulldog. And then my mom will just have eight glasses of red wine and sit on the porch and like I, pick apart your life. I would love that. You just see women walking around with their Stanley mugs. Yes, yeah, right here. Uh, you just waltzing around the property. What are you in yeah. for? I got dumped by my boyfriend six months ago and I just came here. You know, like you just take them all in. That is 100% it. Um, you know, I've always been a, a, a very large like caretaker. I'm a nurturer. So mm. I enjoy it. I'm like, if you got a problem, a mother, hen. I, a mother hen, for sure. I can't fix my own problems, but I will fix everybody else's problems. Story and then I'll be the last one to deal with it. Yeah. Story of my life. I, I, that is when, you know, when you do a dating advice podcast, when I talk about dating, especially as a straight guy, you always get the person who's like the friend of someone who likes your stuff. That's like, what do you know? You're single. And it's like, it gets meaner and meaner as you're single. You're not that good looking. You're okay. Why would you know anything about dating? You come quickly during sex and you're like, okay, enough. (laughs) enough um maybe i have a reasonable point of view on this situation because i'm not emotionally involved yeah and when you are outside of people's issues you also especially on a podcast we don't have to look at the people in the eye of the people we're giving advice to and i always the best part about when i talk to people about their dating issues is i just speak from my own perspective as a straight man who's dating. And what I always say is I go, I'm 10% away from whatever straight man you're dating. We're not that complex. So that is whatever so he's doing, I have done whatever right. feelings he's had. I have had them. And it's easier to tell you because you're not the person that I'm involved with. Right. We haven't had sex. So I can really let you know the honest truth. Yeah, that's a really great perspective. 
here's a problem. I have now seen this and I really am trying not to be like everyone's bitter, but I have one of the, one of my girlfriends that just happened to her. She is the most stunning drop dead, gorgeous stop. You literally stop you in your tracks. Probably my prettiest right. friend I've ever had. And she just had a guy that she was seriously dating. He had just met her parents on a Monday. And then by a Friday, he was sending her a photo. He, he, he kind of ghosted her for a minute, mm-hmm. sent her a photo saying, Hey, I'll call you later. Nana's in the hospital. She fell, sent a photo with the Nana, my girlfriend clicked on the photo, looked at the timestamp on the photo, and it was from a year ago. <laughs> and she's like, this guy asked to meet my parents. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. she's getting fucking dicked over in a bad way, not getting dicked mm. down, but getting dicked over, then there is, it really makes you, and I mean, listen, I'm a married woman, but it makes me feel kind of helpless for a lot of my single friends. I'm well, like, this I, is crazy. I, I hope people aren't helpless. I understand why that story is like upsetting. You're like this, and here's what, the, the moral of that story is it has nothing to do with looks. You right. know, it can be anybody like yes. that, that can be pot. That, I don't know. That can that can make someone feel a lot better. You know, it has nothing to do with looks. Men generally what your friend did. We we write checks that we can't cash. We write checks before the money's been put into the bank. You know, we mm-hmm. do the thing. You know, you go on a date with a guy. He's like, we should. We should. We should go on vacation. We should do something. We should do dinner next week. We should. And the, I you call him the we should bro. We should bros <laughs> exist because it feels good to tell a woman these things and have them go get excited. Then you can go. Then you can go home and go. Ah, I can't afford that dinner, that trip. I, yeah. you know, mentally, socially, and like meeting the parents is the biggest part of that story. I met the parents. Holy shit. I have to move into the next phase of life. And for a lot of men, and I talk about this on the special, and on the special, I talk about breaking up and how I break up before the next step. And that's a very, I think, male thing is to see like the next steps coming. That means more responsibility, more time, Mm -hmm. more effort, more different phase of life stuff. And you go, do I want to do this? And you get afraid of it. You get afraid. Yeah, Is it like cold feet? Like guys are just like this next set of responsibility is going to lock me down and I feel trapped. Or is it just I don't have the energy for this next (laughs) set of tasks? I'll say this, and I don't mean this to sound mean or anything, yeah. but like as a single guy myself, I'm retired. Okay. There's nothing for me to do. There's nobody that's like waiting on me. There's no one I'm there going to disappoint. I'm grandpa. I'm at the I'm at the and uh, I'm at the the golf course hanging out. No one is out there going where the fuck is Jared? Yeah. <laughs> when you're in a re- my single girlfriend seem like they're out of work. Yeah. They're not retired. They're out of work. They're looking for a job. I got to get out of this. And then it flips because. I think female relationships and this is like the male relationships, male friendships. I don't I'm not like I never had a talk with a male friend of mine who's like, you know, I've been there for you and you haven't been there for me. That doesn't exist. (laughs) Like, I just see my male friends at, you know, a football game and we go, hey, we make fun of each other and we're back. There's no like I spent eight years preparing for your wedding. And then the minute I needed you, and this is why female friendships are better and more layered and like, you know, actual friendships. But it's also why you're already in that part of life where you're responsible for people. Just like you said, yeah, your mother hen. I'm not yeah. mother father hen for anyone. <laughs> it is funny that that's a really great point because yeah, women, we will, it's a little tit for tat. Well, like you said, I was there for you at your mm. f- fourth divorce. Where right. is the, wh- what are you doing for me? I think in most relationships, married or not, like, let's go back to what you said when you're like, guys will say like, they come up with these ideas, right? Like, oh, we should do this. We should take this trip. Right. We should go here, sh- should go there. It makes them feel good, right? Like they're like, I don't know, like they're, yeah, they're, they're building you up. And then that's the biggest disappointment, I think, for 90% of women is there is no follow through or it's right. like action steps. It's like just fucking make the reservation. Just show up right. to the thing. Quit right. fucking talking about it and be about it, motherfucker. I, right. I didn't ask you to tell me about Positano. You yeah. brought me to Positano. <laughs> yes. You brought my head to a Positano trip. And now I'm sitting here at a Wendy's in yeah. You know, in Georgia, wondering how the fuck I ever thought that this asshole was going to take me to Positano. Like, yeah. and it's like, and and we do that because we're like trying to win the date. 
You know, we're not trying, you know, you want, and again, that could be made icky. You could be like, yeah, you're trying to win the date so that she'll fuck you. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. But also win the date of like, oh, she wants me is is mm. like, that's why you, you know, that there is an element of liking that as a guy. And I think like mm-hmm. everyone has that on a date where you're like, I want this person to like be into me because the guy goes on the date because he knows he's into you. Like, that's a big part of the special is just talking about the ick and how the ick and like how all these women in my life get the ick. And I don't relate to it at all. I don't, I've never even heard of such a thing. And because I get emails all the time, it's like, oh, I went on three dates with him and I'm not sure if I'm attracted yet. And it's like, OK, well, <laughs> a guy would never, never a guy would never go on a date with somebody if he wasn't immediately attracted. And Jared, let me tell you real all. quick. For all my listeners who are going to be dialed in, I know you've seen Jared's face plastered all over Netflix, and we're so proud of you. Thank Your special you. 37 and single came out, what, a couple weeks ago? It's out. It's there. It's, out. it's waiting for you. It's a night we on love the couch. It. It's, you know what the cool part about it has been? It's been like, I, you know, we share a, a certain demo. Yeah. You know, we, we share an audience that is similar. And it's really cool because so much of our audience, young women, professionals, killing it, get sat on the couch by their boyfriend or husband and the boyfriend husband's like, you got, you got to see this comedian. And then they end up like not liking it and looking at their husband differently, looking at their boyfriend differently. The cool part has been for people who like us, young women who are killing it to like, be like, I got something. And they're going to see that with your stuff. And you know, with your stuff that happens all the time. You, we've talked about this. Someone comes to the show with their boyfriend. The boyfriend's got, you know, the arms crossed. And then Always. by the end, he's having fun and yeah. he's got his titties out. Yeah. You know, this is <laughs> this special is meant to be shared with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your parents, because it's called 37 and single. And it's about dating apps. It's about breakups. It's about gender reveal parties. It's about late night eating and body issues and the struggle of some of your friends are in the next phase of life. Yeah. And you're still in this other phase of life and you love your friends and you're not saying you're younger than them, but you're not relating to them on, you know, on, you know, they want to play with your dating app. They want to swipe for you. You're just a, just a puppet in there. <laughs> you're, you're just a marionette while they're the puppet master. And then this, you know, and to talk about it in a real way, that's fun and positive because, and then your parents trying to help, like my parents try to fix me up. And it's like crazy. You're like, what in what world? And then they'll just like the way people fix you up is so annoying. They'll this is the big DM I've gotten okay. from the special. And and you get DMs. My DMs are full of like my biggest issue. And this is like men, when they shoot their shot, they fucking slam dunk their shot. Okay. And so I think like a lot of men are like, <laughs> and we're trained in being turned down. You know, we have a whole lifetime of being told, talk to her, be a man, talk to her. Okay. That's your whole life. Be a Mm -hmm. man, talk to her, approach her, ask her to dance. What are you? What are you? A baby? You can't you can't talk to a woman. And so we are calloused to the idea of shooting our shot. Women, when they shoot their shot, they'll be like, they'll do like half a shot. Okay. They'll be like. Hey, so what's up? (laughs) And then run away. Like it's like, and women do this for their friends too. There's so many women out there who want their friends to fix them up. I'm sure Mm -hmm. you're put in this position a lot. Yes, and I try my my damnedest. I do try my hardest. Yeah. Here's where married people get it wrong. Okay. They they dangle. They go. I know a human. Would you want to (laughs) meet a human? He's got a pulse and all of his teeth. Right. Yeah. Would you be interested in meeting someone like that? I don't know if you'd be interested in something like that. And you're like, can you give me what I would get on the open market? Can you just come to me if you want to fix up your friends? Because I get a lot of like, so I know a young woman who lives in New York and might be interested in going on a date with you. And you're like, well, just and then they'll go, just let me know. And you're like, no, I don't know you. I don't know you from Boo. I don't know right. your friend from Boo. You want me to come to you and beg, please, can I have a picture now? Please, just one. And you turn into Oliver Twist, and they're the, yeah. you know, the more person porridge, that they are. More, yeah, more <laughs> picture. See, I, I you, always, you ugly I put fuck. the guys up. I say it's in the girl's 
court, right? Like I always, I put the guys up because I have so many female followers. I will put the guys up and be like, listen, hoes, slide their DMs. Whoever comes up right. with the wittiest response, great. If the guy doesn't respond, if he doesn't open the message, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's not up to me to volleyball back and forth, but I will try and give my, my girlfriends the most amount of details or guy friends. Like this is what she does. Here's six fucking photos. Like I've been through this. I just had two friends that are just got engaged and I brought my girlfriend Elizabeth on the podcast. Elizabeth's fiance, Taylor, his sister listened to the podcast, put them in contact and the rest is history. So like I, I have a good, I have a good track record of setting people up. But I also understand how frustrating it is for my single friends when I'm like, okay, well, just listen. I know you're not into whatever, you know, nerdy guys or whatever, but just meet them. It, there is, and they're like, I, this is not my type. And I fully believe everybody has right. a type. But there are right. days where you're like, listen, bitch, just fucking look at the photo. You know what I mean? <laughs> just fucking text them. You know what I mean? We've all been there, okay? I'm trying to fit everything that we think I'm. you might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. Well, not with base, okay? There is room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, we got you. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. I love base, okay? It was created by actress and model Shay Mitchell. And listen, she's just like all of us. She's always looking for ways to make travel a breeze. And that's why she created base, the perfect luggage that's fashionable and functional. Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash absolutely. I friggin' love I love the Weekender tote. And literally, they've kind of thought about everything. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. And for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. I love it because the bottom, it like zips around on the bottom. It looks like a regular duffel up top, but can hold so much stuff. And then the bottom is a secret compartment that holds all your shoes. So you don't have to worry about your shoes touching your other garments. You know, that creeps me out. That's why I love the Weekender bag. Um, Every piece is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or in the overhead and base has over 30,000 five-star reviews right now. Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting B E I S travel. That's base travel, but B E I S travel.com slash absolutely. Again, go to base travel.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first purchase. That's B E I S travel.com slash absolutely. Knowledge is power, and when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. There aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid, but for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. Whether you're a young listener and you're listening to me and you just never even thought about looking into fertility, this is for you. And whether you're an older gal listening and you want to see about the possibility of children, then this is for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Everybody should have an inkling, an idea of what their fertility looks like. Listen, I cannot drive this message home enough because it rings so true to me and it was so important to me. I didn't know what I didn't know about my fertility until I used modern fertility and realized my AMH, which stands for anti-mullerian hormone, was so super low. That's what's encouraged me to freeze my eggs. We have one baby girl embryo on ice, and I'm so glad I did it so that I could be proactive instead of reactive with my fertility and health. Listen, traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Listen, it's the best. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Now back to the podcast. That's the big thing is like, you know, if, if, if you're out there as a married person, male, female, let's take away gender from this. Yeah. And you have someone in your life who's like, I'm looking to meet someone. Okay, good to know. And then you come across a human. Okay. (laughs) Here's what you do. If you want to fix up your friend, you want to set yourself up for success. You have to handle it like you're doing contactless delivery with seamless. All right. Leave the bag at the door and walk away. So here's smart in the the, in the bag is six pictures, a phone number and why you thought of the two would be good for each other. If the reason is you're both single, that's a fine (laughs) enough reason. That's okay. So you're both single. Here's his number. Here's six pictures. Do with that what you will. And so I think that has to be policy for all approaching is 
give the person all the tools to build the home and, and then you bounce. walk away. Yeah, yeah I agree I'm with that. not going to put I'm not going to connect. You know, I don't need to get in the middle. And some people want to be in the middle. Some people want to be they're they're narcissists and they're not getting enough out of their marriage and they need this attention. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, you let me know and I'll hold your hand and put it together with their hand. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Leave the materials at the door and walk away. So if I'm a woman who's DMing a guy, hey, I think you're cute. I just looked at your profile. Here's a few pictures of me. I'd love to go on a date. Here's my number. Make a plan and I'm in. Now, make a plan and I'm in is the most important part of any DM slide, the most important part of any fix-up. Hey, here's six pictures of her. Here's her number. I thought you two would be good together. Make a plan and she's in. Done. Because now there's no any other answer. You're having... So, okay, wait. So if the girls are DMing you, though, you're saying that they should also say, make a plan and I'm in, right? That's that. I, I think that's the, here's what I'm saying. I, and okay. this isn't being kind to my own people. The male mm-hmm. species with penises that want to be erect. They love vague options. Yeah, okay? they do. We, we love vague options. We love not being responsible for people. We love options. We love many. We love a poo-poo platter. We want right. to eat all the accoutrements. So when you come in and go, hey, I think you're cute. And you just go, you know, you don't give any direction. You go, okay, I'll just sit here in DM land as long as I can until it's convenient for me. No, no, no. What you're saying is that I am a scarce resource. Hey, if here's my number. If you're attracting me, you have to come out of your hole. You have to come out of your cave into the real world and make a plan in the real world where I can see you face to face. All right, this is solid advice. And Jared, I want you to know one of the reasons why. A, I just, I know you in person. I think you're a lovely guy. But two, this is really good solid advice because we're right. coming up to cuffing season. And I try, I try and be as great of a guiding light as I can be for, I mean, I, you know, with my podcast, I get so many voicemails of girls calling in with these like horror dating stories or this right. and that. And I'm just like, I think it's fresh, especially with your special being out. But I think it's great that we have just circled back to this, this fresh perspective of how to take action steps. I'm an action steps gal okay like okay. you're like I love you gotta, you gotta right. learn this mandarin is... in four days how are we doing it give right. me the action steps you know action steps i i love i love the phrase action steps because yeah. i'm with you so many it's easy to go down the road of negativity we can do that all day we can talk about all the shitty horrible people oh my god he wore sandals with flip, flip-flops yeah. with jeans and he's such a loser and look at his hair and look at how he never shaves i get it yeah here's the thing we are in fuck season not cuffing season oh okay what's fuck the difference cu- Cuffing season is December when we don't mm. want to leave the home. We are in fuck season that leads to cuffing season. The Got summer it. is an illusion. The summer is not for dating. Summer has too many excuses built in. Ah, I got the beach house. I got the share house. I'm, I'm going, going to Positano. <laughs> Positano. I'm going to Turks. I got a promo code for my friend Heather. She goes to <laughs> Turks all the time. She's the queen of Turks and Caicos. I get it. Heather I've never laughed harder in my entire <laughs> life than you posting a promo code for Turks and Caicos. The, I, 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 I don't know who follows you, but these are high paying people because you guys, I, I'm doing a show in Atlanta. This better sell out. I, c- yeah. Can we hang out? Yes. So, Wait, when's your show? September 21st. I'm at Center Stage Theater. Great. Love in Center Atlanta, Stage. Georgia. I want you there, there. If I'm there, if I'm not on on the road, I will absolutely be there. You want to know something really funny, Jared? When I did, and you know, this is a little behind the curtains for all the yeah. listeners, but like, you know, when they when your team or whatever does like the analytics of the people who follow you, they found out that like 90% of the people who follow me are and like all have American Expresses, but only like 30, <laughs> oh wait, only 30% of them like have a college degree. And I'm like, bad bitches. They're I like, love it. No, I know. Yeah. My dad always does this speech. My dad, he's come to my shows and, and we share a demo. And I mm. and she, my dad's like, these are all women, higher education. Yeah. Killing it. CEOs. He's like, I see it in the room. And I'm like, when did you become a feminist? So like, Shut the <laughs> fuck up. You know, like, but I, you know, Heather, we know each other well enough. I yeah. I know you because I know you and, yeah. and because not because we've met, but I know you, I know mm-hmm. we get along. I, you went to Ole Miss. I went to Penn state. Like yeah. we, we have party in our veins, Jeff, I, him in the golf clubs. I could watch him all day. <laughs> 
I will say this. I don't know you well enough to do what I did because I was hammered drunk. And I'm telling uh-huh. the story for the listeners. But I and I'll get back to fuck season. Yeah. Let's put a pin in that. Let's put a pin in fuck season. Pin in fuck season. OK, let's peg fuck, se- fuck mm-hmm. season. So now I I was hammered one night and I'm watching your stories and you gave out a link to a hotel in Turks and Caicos. And yeah. I was like, I got to check out this hotel. I've been wanting to go to Turks. <laughs> And I'm looking at the, the dates and it's like 1100 a night, 1400 yeah. a night, 1500 a night. And I made a video and I sent it to you. I'm hammer drunk in bed and I'm like <laughs> dying laughing. I'm like, Heather, you're the only person who gives out a 10% promo code to a 1400 a night hotel room. I've never heard wow. of something in my like that well, my dear, life. Jared, I'll tell you the People fact. are like, you can get your Stanley water bottles for $9.95. You're out there like, hey. Now, if you want to uh, stay at the Four Seasons, we'll give you a, a free coffee on your way in. Are you listen, interested? She believed she could, so she did. Is how I live my life. But <laughs> the funny, the funny thing stuff. is, my late father like uh, was a partner in this hotel, so this has been our yeah. family spot forever. And then basically, I go down there, and everyone gets pissed. They're like, "Where? What are you gatekeeping down there?" I'm like, "Y'all, I told you, we uh, we have a place here, but I don't. I'll, I'll yeah. get you a code." And I'm also <laughs> like, these girls will DM me, and they're like, "Heather, it's like Christmas. Why is it eleven hundred dollars a night?" I'm like, "Ladies, <laughs> it's it called is. high season. It's high season." And then <laughs> right. I go out to the Hamptons and spend forty dollars on a lobster roll and bitch and complain about it the whole time. But the Turks and Caicos, I will spend the $40 on a lobster roll and won't think twice about it. It is what it is. It's that that's the season you've signed up for that. You don't go in there thinking, well, hopefully I can get, you know, listen, I was just at shows at a vineyard outside in Connecticut, staying in a bed and breakfast that looked haunted. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, some weekends you're at a Hampton Inn and some yeah. weekends you're in Turks and Caicos. That's the way it goes. People and then we went to a public beach. That. Yeah, yeah people, I went to a public beach and that. people are grilling. It's just you don't. And again, you see things through a keyhole on social media. You see like a little tiny piece of someone's life and you're like, yeah, this is where we go once a year. We fucking love it. When I saw the promo code, I was like, I was proud of you. I was like, because yeah. some people are embarrassed. You know, people, I, I am not embarrassed of who I am. I am on my parents' cell phone plan. I'm never leaving it. I Same. grew up with two power wheels. I had a bar mitzvah with an ice table. I'm not going to sit here. And what happens in comedy a lot is everyone has to tell you they lie to you. They're lying to you. They, yeah, how they're, hard, they're, how rough it was. Oh, the no, no, struggles. No. And it's like, I'm here yeah. for the, I, I think you and I, we someone needs to do comedy for the struggle list, okay? <laughs> someone needs to be out here Telling people how horrible the service is at a $1,400 a night Turks and Caicos vacation. We are allowed to complain, too. We're allowed Jared, to have problems. I always say I miss my dad every day. He was the love of my life. But God damn it, when he died, it gave me some great material. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Listen, I know he, he'd be so the, proud of me. He'd be like, just tell the story, Heather. It's paying the bill. Tell you know? the story <laughs> and tell it truthfully. I mean, at the end of my special, I put in the credits. I put hidden cameras in the green room and tape my parents yelling at me. I love so this. It, it. So what basically the whole idea was that I was going to do a special. I And just like you made it yeah. myself, paid for it, produced it. Betches is involved as a co-producer. The whole idea being Betches would promote my YouTube page if it had to go on YouTube. And then Netflix picked it up out of nowhere. So now Netflix is involved. And I put so we put hidden cameras in the green room because the whole idea was my parents were going to yell at me and then it would flash cut to mm-hmm. me going, I'm 37. 37 and single and you would get it. But then mm-hmm. people were basically like, if they don't know your parents, people will think that this whole thing has your parents in it. They were mm-hmm. like, put it at the end. So in the credits, my parents didn't find out until two days before the special aired <laughs> on Netflix. In the credits, it's my mom. She walks into the green room, her opening line. She walks in Gramercy Theater. It's an hour before I'm going on stage. She walks in. She goes, it's a dungeon in here. That's her <laughs> opening line. The and, opening, and, to, the opening to my special is my mom literally grilling me and asking me where where we're going to dinner. That is the opening scene is my hilarious. mom sitting down and going like, "What time's dinner?" And I'm like, well, "I'm about to shoot a special." And she's like, right. "Well, I didn't make a reservation. I'm starving. Where's the red wine?" Like, right. we are also cut from the same cloth of the same kind same, of same, you know, same parents. My parents are fighting about Katz's Deli and how my mom yeah. didn't know to get my dad Munster cheese mm-hmm. and that my dad loves a you know cream soda. <laughs> They're fighting about whether it's Christmas time or not. We taped it December 9th. My dad goes, "It's not Christmas time." My mom goes, "It's Christmas time. The Rockettes are here." They're screaming <laughs> at each other, and I'm like, "Okay, you need to leave. I have a special to do." Yeah. So it's all in the credits, and I in my next hour is all about them. 
All right, listen, I want to tell you guys about this underwear I've been obsessed with. I just can't keep it to myself. It's too good. It's literally fits everybody. It's the fits everybody collection by Skims. And I feel like it's their best kept secret. I tell everybody, I literally scream it from the rooftop, shout it from the rooftops, get the high-waisted thong under the fits everybody collection by Skims. I throw out all of my old underwear. This is all I wear. I sleep in them. I wear them out. I wear them about. It is my jam. The feeling is like no other underwear I've ever worn before. It's so stretchy and so soft, and it just kind of melts onto your body, and you forget you're wearing it. I love it. I think everybody should experience this level of comfort. I wear it under my show costumes, under my leggings, under any dress. Like, it's just amazing. I'm replacing all of my underwear as soon as possible with this Skims. And if you're new to Skims, listen, I finally tried it. I was like, let me see. You know, it's a little intimidating. You think, okay, what what am I going to find on here that's going to fit me? And guess what? There fits everybody. Underwear is unbelievable. Also love their push-up bras. But Skims is creating the next generation of underwear for everybody. And that's the biggest thing. My life staples are definitely the high-waisted thong. I can size down two sizes because it's so stretchy. I was able to turn everybody onto Skims. So I'm usually like a large, extra large in underwear. I buy a medium in these. Okay, a medium. I also love the high-waisted. So I love the high-waisted thong and I also love the push-up bra. The scoop bralette, the boy shorts. The Vits Everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight and molds to your body. The butt soft fabric stretches to twice its size without ever losing shape, meaning you get the perfect fit every time. And it's available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. Believe the hype skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Fits Everybody collection and more perfect fit essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to tell them that we sent you select podcasts in the survey and be sure to select my show, Absolutely Not, in the drop-down menu that follows. Love you, mean it. I'm on the road. I'm gearing up for a big trip to Italy. I am doing the most. And you know what I'm going to take with me? You know what's the number one first essential thing I'm going to pack in my bag? It's my AG1. I love AG1, okay? It helps me stick to a habit that is going to keep me healthy. I am going from a bunch of different climates. I'm running around. I'm going from Orlando to Raleigh to Richmond, over to Italy, coming back. I mean, I'm never in one place at once. So I've got a lot of elements that are working against me. But what I love about AG1 is it helps me feel healthy, stay healthy with just one scoop. One scoop of AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. I love AG1. I really swear by it. I take it every day. I use it all the time. It's just overall helped me feel like a good, good gal, if you will. And I know you'll love AG1 too. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. That's drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Check it out. You're going to be glad you did. I've never led you astray when it comes to living your best life. All you got to do is check out drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Again, that's drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Now back to the podcast. Jared, I feel like like I was that kid where I I always said like I had absolute savage parents. Now mm. you're a Jew. I'm mm-hmm. Italian. It's the same thing. At the end of the same day, thing. it is literally the same thing. My mm-hmm. mom is an Italian Bostonian. Okay, right. And no, it's like, I know her well. You know her well. It, it was just like no matter what, it, it, no matter how exciting being on Netflix, all these big monumental moments in your life, there will always be. You know, I'm only left with the mom, but I'm like, my mom will somehow cut me down. To oh like my the, god! Right to the so, curb. So I'm just like, I, that's why I stay humble. I it can never get above me because my mom's like, you're wearing that on the Today Show. God, you look fat as a house. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> yeah, we'd be at dinner. My dad, I'm eating. My dad, even a train stops. You know, like that's like there are lines that are built into your life. Yeah. There was the first review that came out was like this glowing review of the special. This guy yeah. was like Jared on dating. He gets it. And then my dad's like, this is too good. I don't know. What do you, <laughs> what do you who do you think you are? And I'm like, I didn't write the fucking review. I was like, I'm sitting here. I know it's OK. You yeah. know, like I know it's a it's a fun laugh on the couch. I don't think I'm fucking Socrates. Who do you think? Why were you yelling at me that he made a good? Why don't you let a good review happen? Why don't you? I don't need to hear your honest truth. I don't need you write a review. You put it in a newspaper. It's It's crazy. 
My mom has, she's so funny. She goes back and forth. Like this first special that I shot was all about like an introduction to myself and how I yeah. lost my dad and fertility. It was like, it's a real like emotional roller coaster in a great way. This, mm-hmm. this tour I've been doing now is all about my first year marriage. Like fuck my husband, all this shit. We're calling yeah. it breadwinner. It's all about like me and everything that I'm doing to like shake my tits out on the road and how easy Jeff has it. Right. Yeah. So, and so funny. I do, I have like a 10 minute blowjob run and my mom is some nights she'll literally, we'll be at her country club. She'll be like, Heather, do do the bit about the blowjobs for everybody. And she'll want me to act it out. And then other days yeah. I'll get off stage. She'll be like, you're really talking about blowjobs on stage? I mean, this is this is disgusting, Heather. Right, I'm like, right. wait a minute. On a Tuesday, when everyone was chugging Chardonnay, you wanted me to literally do the bit for free. Yeah. And then when I get off the sh- stage Heather. of the Chicago fucking theater sold out, you're literally like, I don't know, Heather, it's too much. It's too much, you know? One night, have a suck on this cucumber, <laughs> show the rest of them how you do it. And then the next night she's cutting cucumbers going, I don't know, you, you, you're just not a lady. This is yeah. the story of my life. I have it's it's the old thing. Like I go down to Boca and I stay with my parents and it's like, the best. Jared, have a drink, have a drink, Jared, have a drink. Are you drinking? And then I'll have yeah. drinks with my mom. And then the next morning. She'll be in a dimly lit room. It's like six in the morning. She's like, we got to talk about the drinking. And I'm like, you were the one saying have a drink. You Well, I didn't say to have the whole bottle. And it's like, well, what do you I party? What are you talking about? Yeah, don't don't tempt me with a. Uh, a Chopin slightly dirty martini in Boca with a bunch of people who are in their 70s and don't expect me to have 10. Okay, I right. came for a good fucking time in the Absolutely. Bocas. Absolutely. Okay, so on the subject of good times, it's fuck yeah. season. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck season. Here, okay. Here's what I would say to your audience. Mm-hmm. Now's the time. Football season is your gift. You need to stop looking down at it. Stop doing the thing. Ooh, sports. It's not funny. The joke's done. Ooh, I, I'm a sports girly. No, no, no. Go to a football hangout. It's daytime. You're mm-hmm. going to see what type of man this guy is because you're going to see him interact with his friends. Mm-hmm. Daytime is the right time. Go to an Ole Miss bar. Go to a Penn State bar. Mm-hmm. Go hang. Go when you go. Well, my friends are all married. Can they get a sitter during the day? Bring the fucking baby. It's daytime. They need right. the baby to tire itself out. And you're saying, Jared, you're saying that as someone with no kids. Okay, then cut that fucking friend loose if they can't bring a baby to a bar. They can't <laughs> handle you. They don't want to be your friend. Okay? But you have friends. Let them get a sitter. Let the husband stay at home with their with their baby. Use football to your advantage. Everyone's out during the day. It's not a nighttime thing. Guys aren't being like, it'd be weird to be like, come back to my apartment. Hey, that can happen. But I'm saying it's just a great time to get a number and leave and get Mm. someone at their best. And I think right now, this time of year, when it's daytime college Pro football. Now you have two days, and now you get to go to bed early. You do get to wake yeah, you up get a for Saturday your during fitness the day. class, right? Yeah, and then you got Sunday. You know, afternoons, evenings. Sometimes it dabbles on a Thursday, right? Sometimes it's, so it's just really a great Thursday, Saturday, and out. Sunday. Yeah, yes. people are out. People are out. And I people hear are that. out because in, during the summer it's all excuses. During the fall, there's no excuses. No one has a timeshare during the fall with their boys. It's You're just right. not happening. So you are going to football games with friends. One friend, two friend, three friend. It doesn't matter. Go with a couple girls and go be fun and have a good time. And you're going to see someone, the guy who claps at the TV. Yeah, now you know he's a douchebag. Get him out of here. You don't have to date him. <laughs> you know, you're seeing people in a real element. You know, I, if I, I would have seen my season. husband, though, if this is this would have been sage advice. And I love Jeff. Yeah. But if I would have seen Jeff, he is such a psycho sports fan. If I would have seen him in the early stages of us dating during football season, we probably would not be together. <laughs> Jeff is the guy like he was so upset. He watched the Penn State season opener in the basement by himself the other night. Right. I that's was like, how, I'm going out. To that's dinner. how he watched it. He watched it because he was just like, it's the first one I got to get dialed in. And I and he was texting me the whole time. Like, what do you say? The offense is fantastic. Defense not looking great. Like he's writing letters. He says that the athletic department. Him and I have has to his, talk. You guys have to talk. He is well, distraught about it. Distraught. I, it's, well, right now, because they there's a there's a rumor that they basically were trying to appease the donors. Always. By running up the score or something. And yeah. you know, as a Penn State guy myself, I. I do. I went to like six games my whole four years there. Like mm-hmm. I, I never went into games. I would get. Yeah, I'd wake up at eight, eight, seven a.m. And I was the tailgate czar. I would get all the food and 
booze ready and then make breakfast burritos for everyone like walking dead, walking across yeah. the field to our yeah. tailgate. And then by the time game time, I was like, it's nap time. I'm yeah. I'm done. This is, this is that, it. welcome I, to Ole Miss. We partied hard. Right. We put on our Sunday best. Yeah, we we wore pearls. We wore our whole outfit. And then at five o'clock, I'm hitting the deck and then I'm up at eight o'clock because the bars closed at one. You know what I mean? There, I know. Listen, I went to Ole Miss. I'll never forget it. I got in the Uber. I did a game show where I went to like different college football games, 14 across the country. Ole Miss was the biggest party of all the places. The and best. The best. It's the setup that square that looks like a Jew has never been there before ever. Yep. Yeah. So I get in the Uber and I go, I, I and I remember, I'll never forget this. I go, so I, I had heard that it's a party school and I go, hey, man, I heard you guys party here. And the Uber driver for the next 10 minutes just went, <laughs> just started laughing. He just never stopped laughing. He's like, yeah, we fucking party. And then I went to a bar to watch the game and I sat next to this older woman and her and I just like got drunk, took shots. She was probably in her 60s. She's probably dead now. And now and I was just like, this is college football heaven on earth. Like, I just couldn't believe it. It's the greatest place on earth. We bought a house there. So I dragged my I, Penn I, State I, husband down there. We got a hey. Check out absolutelyoxford.com for our rental property. We got a house down there. I'm pushing the Turks and Caicos and Oxford, Mississippi. Could not I might be get more it. opposite. That's gonna... But it's crazy because Jeff went down there. It's so funny. You're like, a Jew's never been in uh, the square. There actually are Jews that go to Ole Miss. But yeah. Jeff had the most New York reaction. He's at this great little diner one morning, and we had just bought the house. Again, this is his first time in Mississippi. He's now a homeowner in Mississippi. And he's yeah. like, I don't understand why they don't have Kaiser rolls. And our friend Christina, <laughs> who grew up with Jeff in White Plains, New York, is like, there's no Jews right here. Like, you're not getting right. anything Kaisered. Like, Jeff, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's no Kaiser rolls, Jeff. There's no latkes. There's no pastrami. You're going to have to travel about, you know, 2,000 miles to find that stuff. Enjoy your, you know, your grits. He was so distraught. It's like, I just don't understand why they don't have Kaiser rolls here. I'm like, God damn You don't it. understand? We're... I'm like, Jeff, we're in Mississippi. Like, let yeah. it go. Lean into the biscuit, There's bitch. a steamboat outside. What do you mean you don't understand? Yeah. Okay, but Jared, that's really great advice. So lean into it. Lean well, into it. Yeah. If you can't go out now, I'm sorry to interrupt because no, if you're you can't, if you're if you can't go out now, if you hear this advice and you have a negative response to it, you're the problem, bitch. Mm -hmm. You're the problem. You, if you can't do one Saturday where you get a couple people together and you're out, men love women. I, I'm just telling you, go be the bait. You know, you go out there and you sit at a bar, you get a table, and you're gonna have. I just think like nighttime man, not a really good audience. Daytime football, you're getting someone at their best. And if they can't be their best for you in that moment, they're not going to be their best for you on the apps. They're not going to be their best for you yeah. in the nighttime. I just think like I'm I'm thinking of me, how I would want to meet someone. And if they're and, 37 and watching it down at right. whatever bar, right? Like, you know, fiddlesticks in the West Village and right. they are blackout drunk by noon. You're like, they probably have a drinking problem. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? You're like, you but get to learn. You get to learn. But if they're, you know, you see them drinking a water in between vodka sodas, you're like, all right, I can handle this. I can right. handle this one. This yeah, that's, part, a, they, they, that's a great point. Well, I always tell women, it. my whole new um, tour is about my husband's addict addiction to golf, but I played golf. So it's kind of like explaining to women. But I try to explain like, just how guys go off the grid for nine hours. It's not fair to us because we only get like an hour and a half for our, our shit that we do. But I always tell women, I go, go to fucking golf tournaments, dude. The ratio of men to women at any golf tournament, it's like a, a hundred million to one. Like I'll right. go and just take photos with dudes who are like, my wife loves you. Been to the show in Knoxville. And I always tell women, I'm like, what are you doing? Come out here in a cute tennis outfit and just walk and look hot and drink some beers and you will get more numbers. I mean, if I right. was single, if Jeff got hit by a bus tomorrow, I'm going back to the masters and I'm getting I, some ass. You know I, what I mean? watch. Right. I, <laughs> you I'm going to the U S open. Yes. 100% like... tongue to tongue, $20. <laughs> right. I will literally French. I will suck on your tongue. <laughs> I will. <laughs> That's the sign above it. I will yeah. suck on your tongue. I, yeah. I see you uh, at the, you know, the, the LPGA events and I'm like, I'm like, this is perfect. This is yeah. this is wonderful. Like, this is such a good... I do the PGA. I do LPGA. Well, I'm also trying to get... I'm trying to do something eventually. 
with the golf girls because I'm like, they're not getting the, the credit that they deserve. So I try and right. highlight them. But I'm like, hey, you know, listen, there's bad bitches doing big shit. And well, then I these women are always single. And I'm like, go to these events. Go to events. Yeah. You know that my dogs are my children. OK, as you, you cannot convince me that they did not already come out of my own womb. All right. It is what it is. They have suckled on the teat. I love those damn dogs. And that's why I love Farmer's Dog. Dude, I was using Farmer's Dog before anybody else even it cut me a check. You feel me? I love it. I have always used Farmer's Dog. And the biggest thing that I love about it is my vet signed off on it. She was like, absolutely fantastic. Love it. It is just the best. Okay. And Farmer's Dog isn't just fresh, high quality food, but they also send everything pre-portioned specifically for your dog. So based on their unique nutritional needs, it, this makes it so easy to help your dog maintain their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Dogs at a healthy weight can live up to two and a half years longer than overweight dogs. Listen, I'll tell you one thing. That was something that my vet that drilled into my brain. She said, do not overfeed your dogs. And I love Farmer's Dog. Dude, when I open that little packet of Farmer's Dog, they go nuts. Everything comes pre-portioned and I put it in the freezer. So then overnight, I'll just leave it out on the counter leave it out in the fridge, defrost. And then I put it into a bowl and these dogs go absolutely bonkers for it. They love it. It doesn't matter if your dog is young, old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health and helping you live a more healthy, happy, and full years together. So right now you can get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Plus you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Again, that's thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Amika, let's get clinical. And I'm talking about lathering up your strands with Amika's clinically proven shampoo and conditioner duos that leave your hair looking and feeling like you just left the salon. Their science-backed formulas are powered by nourishing, naturally-derived ingredients with no nasties that deliver visible, woe-worthy results for every hair type. I fell in love with Amika because I used their dry shampoo and it was friggin' the best and it's the only kind I use now. And one of the things that I really, really love is that Amika's made by a fearless Brooklyn-born salon-raised hair care brand, okay? So you know that it was made by somebody who has been in the hair biz and knows what's good. And a friend to all, all hair, all hair stylists, the planet, and you. And they're a kind and clean brand, which we love. Before it was a thing, Amika was always vegan and cruelty-free. There's no reason why you should ever use any product that is not cruelty-free and vegan. I mean, hello. They're clean, planet-positive at Sephora and a B Corp certified. Also, their sea buckthorn-powered products nourish your skin, scalp, and strand which we friggin' love. Listen, I love Amika. I love all their products. I'm obsessed with the shampoo and conditioner. They just sent it to me and I started using it, but I always use their dry shampoo and other styling products and I'm really blown away. Listen, right now you can shop all my favorites at loveamika.com slash absolutely to get 20% off your order. That's huge. Let me spell it out for you. Love, L-O-V-E, Amika, A-M-I-K-A dot com slash absolutely to get 20% off your order, 20% off discount automatically applied at checkout when you use my link cannot be combined with other offers and expires 11 1 23 again shop all my favorites at loveamika.com slash absolutely to get 20 percent off your order i've tried to pick up golf recently like my dad uh -huh. plays every day my brother's pretty good right out of the gate and i'm like what i found about golf and what is wonderful as far as like a woman coming in there like to meet guys the men, everyone is self-deprecating. Mm -hmm. Everyone there is like a little down on themselves. And I'm not yeah. saying this sound, This sounds very manipulative and horrible to say. But okay. I have never, because I go and everything I talk about with men there is how horrible we are. That's mm -hmm. all we talk about. And, and men are generally pretty cocky, you know, like are pretty high up on themselves. Men are 27 forever. It doesn't matter right. how old they are. So it is interesting to me because I just went last weekend in Connecticut. I went to a public course. I rented clubs. I did the whole thing and I stink and I got and I'm alone at the hole. I go up to the hole and there's four bros just total. Mm -hmm. They are like just cartoonish mascot bros. And I go up to them and they're like, do you want to play through, dude? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I, I wasn't looking for people to watch me today like I was I got I, I was like yeah I'll play yeah. through but I want I had to down no myself <laughs> staring at the bushes <laughs> when I tell you they all turned around 
they yeah. all turned around. I was like, I and I said to him, I go, I was joking. But yeah. like, that's how, you know, so you're getting like a kind of a chopped down dude, you know, when you're at a golf event, because like everyone knows they're not Jordan Spieth. Everyone knows they're not Rory. Everyone knows they're not Tiger. And they're just like, you know, and you go up to them. It's so it, it is just weird. The social aspect of like all those men are just a little bit less of of a 10, you know? Yes. And if and, uh, you know, I always say if Jeff wins five dollars on the golf course, he comes home like Donald Trump ready for a blowjob. Like it's like the greatest. <laughs> I'm like, we won five bucks. And he's like, yeah, I broke a hundred today. I'm like, <laughs> I played junior golf and it was hitting 87 at like the age of 11. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I try not to like I try not to uh, shit on him too much because he had a big day the other day and he came home. He 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 hit 80. And I said, this is it. I got to do the sex. Like I was like so, yeah. so proud of himself. But it's so true. These guys, it is a nice little humbling moment. If you humbling. get a guy on a golf course, they will shit talk with their guys. But at the scorecard says it all. Literally. Right. Literally. They know they're not shit. And it is they know weird. they're not like, shit. They yeah. know they're not shit. It is weird. Like because my dad lives in a golf community. The social yeah. aspect of it is wild to me. Like the mm -hmm. idea that like they're like, I'm not playing with that guy. He stinks. And I'm like. So you just won't be friends with him based on his yeah. golf ability. And it's like, it is very much your social thing. And whether you can yeah. keep up, like I, like if I get a, if I have a good shot, like I have a good shot, I go, I am literally the king. The greatest person on the planet. It's the greatest person. <laughs> right. I, and, and, and again, I'm new to it. Like, so I'm like, yeah. I'm like from the mouth of babes. Like I'm like really just walk in going like, I don't really care. I never keep score. I just want to like, my 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 goals are just to keep up, like to not embarrass. Me. I always so, I always say and that's a humbling thing from a guy who's pretty confident in himself. I always say, though, there's a great comparison between stand up comedians and golfers. Right. It's very similar. It's a solo sport. Mm -hmm. You will blame every other element. You will blame your calluses hurt. The wind was too hard. The sun was beating down on you. Somebody like said something in the middle of your, you know, backswing. Same with comedians. We're like, yes, the, the club was dusty. The AC wasn't working. There was a drunk <laughs> bitch in the back. Da, 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 da. Right. It's never just you're the problem. Right. It will be every other element around me. There was a bird that was looking at me funny. Like that <laughs> yeah. is, we will blame everything except like I didn't bring my A game. I was under At, the weather. Legit. I, and it wasn't the seven vodka sodas you had last night. It was no. the woman who whispered to her friend, hey, want to get a, want to get a white tenders? wine? Yeah, chicken tender. <laughs> hey, oh, we'll split it on the credit card. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I always played golf growing up. Like that was my thing. I almost mm. played it in college. Like I was a high school golfer. So I get it. And I've realized, I don't know what this says about myself because I'm constantly surrounded by people. Like I love a team thing, but when it comes to things professionally or anything I was good at, it, I was always a solo sport person. You know what I mean? What does that say? I mean, well, I played I soccer, but I wasn't great. Thing. I, I Is it? It's a control thing. I think it's also like I win and lose by myself. Like yeah. I do think like, like, are you a good flyer or a bad flyer? Great flyer. You're a good flyer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to be very afraid of flying, and I thought it was like a big control thing. Like, if I could sit next to the pilot, I'd be okay. I just need to know, like, what's going on minute to minute. Like, yeah. like I, and I think that, like, is a little bit connected to stand-up. Like, I, mm -hmm. and again, this is with the stand-up special, the Netflix special. And, like, you will find this when your special yeah. releases, you'll go, Oh my God, there's this fear of like when I'm in the room and it's not going that well for stand up, mm -hmm. I put my hand on the wheel and I talk to the audience and I bring it back. I right, know you can how drive the, I drive the story. I can drive the story. I can yeah. make any room a fun room. And I think there's a power to that. Like I used to host a lot of shows at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. I know how to, I can steer the ship. The minute it goes on to Netflix, you lose control of everything. You don't get to see how Jared, people watch it on my, the couch. You don't get to see. That's my biggest concern. And it's like, right. I know the feeling and the energy in all the theaters that I played mm -hmm. on this tour, how special it was, how much fun it was. And then it gets cut down to an hour, which is this beautiful, like artistic, creative thing yeah. that I wrote and created. But then you're, yeah, you are kind of like, it's your baby. As I hate that that these cheesy words are coming out, but this was my baby for three years that I toured with. Absolutely. And now I'm just setting it out for some fucking, you know, guy named Mark to be like, right. honestly, she looks kind of fat in this this <laughs> angle. Or are her tits real? Like I will literally right. find his home and, and something will happen. You and burn it mean? down. No, I'm I'm with down. you. Like I I I 
you're you're sending your kid to college a little bit. Yeah. You're going yeah. because and I, I remember when the special came out, I went to bed on Tuesday night and I'm like, I've lost all control, ability and control. And it, it becomes not yours anymore. And the, the feedback has been wonderful. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And and but it does. You're like, you have to move on from it. Like it's been a cool thing to watch people like watch, as I said, with their boyfriends and have Mm -hmm. them like share it and laugh at it. Yeah. And, but you do have to like, it's like a little bit of growing up on my part and on your part, you're going to feel it too. Like you go, okay, that it is theirs. There's nothing I can do. Um, There's nothing I can do. It's out. I also heard something. I don't know who said it. I just saw it on like a motivational thing the other day on Instagram. It's like, if it doesn't scare you, then like, what are you doing? Like, it should scare you. And I'm like, I worked my ass off. These are all the things that you work your entire life as an artist, as a comedian for. But, you know, you just got to be like, all right, if it's not scary, then it's not worth it. You know what I mean? It should be a little scary because that's going to make you a better person. What you said is so true. Like, I felt it in the room. I know what it felt like. Mm -hmm. I knew which jokes you know, got a little hairy and which ones mm-hmm. would like explode. And I know, yeah. I know exactly what the response is going to be. So, yeah. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. And I know you've been doing, and one of the bits that was so smart and Jared and I were talking, you and I were talking off camera, just kind of about like the, the, the behind the scenes we have to cut together trailers and all this shit. But anyways, that's boring minutia shit, but it was great. I thought the viral moment that you're having with the ick, right. And will mm. you explain some, cause then you, I saw you also posted some stuff down at the comedy cellar and other clubs asking other audience members, other icks. What is the craziest ick that you have heard from somebody doing shows where you're like, this is insane. This is the most insane thing. So I did this bit where it was, it started with a woman, a friend of mine being like, I couldn't fuck him. He was wearing khaki. Okay. And I was like, I I was like, I would never not fuck a woman for wearing khaki. If she was wearing a nice Chino for man Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) She could literally be dressed for safari. I wouldn't fucking care. Okay. And so we were talking about this and I started talking on stage and she was like, it's just an ick. And when I went, so I started going on stage being like, my friend has an ick. I would see women's eyes light up. And mm-hmm. so as I'm building the bit over a year, year and a half, I would start the bit. I'd be like, the premise is she tells me she goes on a date with a guy. He does one thing. I never want to fuck him ever. Mm-hmm. And then I would go through a bunch that I had talked about and I'd make fun of it and talk about how I have no relation to it. I've never gotten the ick. And right. And then I would go to the crowd and I would say, does anyone here have an ick? And it was like a fun live show moment where it's like, okay, I've done the material. I'll go to the crowd. I'll come back and I'll finish the bit. It was like a perfect live show thing that you wouldn't do on a special. That was like a cool way to like interact. The amount of icks in the perfect icks are reasonable and unreasonable at the same time. Okay. You have to acknowledge to make this fun. You have to acknowledge that one woman's ick is another woman's husband. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to acknowledge that to make this fun. Because yeah. if you, because I would have women stand up, they'd be like, bad breath. And I'm like, there's not one woman here who's rubbing who, her titty and like, yeah, I, I love a bad breath, breath man. Yeah, you know, like, can so, I tell you, my ick, please. my ick is actually, my husband had it on the other day. My ick is when guys wear the on cloud sneakers with like an ankle sock, not a full tall tennis sock, <laughs> not a no show sock. It's yeah. this thing. These guys at like 35, 36, 37 have all just are like, if they have an all bird on, if they have an all bird on, we're not even having people, a conversation. People hate all birds. They, it, they're, they're just they, a real, like a vag- vaginal dryer. I don't know what right. it is, but it's and the this, funny. It's this ankle sock. It's just this ankle sock where like I didn't commit to a look either way. I just put on the most comfortable sock. And my husband was walking to the gym the other day. And I literally I said, you've got fucking on clouds on with an ankle sock. He's like, I listen to the podcast, bitch. and Just like shut the door. (laughs) I was like, God damn it. He's like, I'm just going to the gym. No one's going to see me. That is my it. That is is so funny because guys don't do things to fuck less. Yeah. So. That, that's what makes it funny is like no guy is doing this purposely. So like, yeah. And again, like I've heard back from all the incel fucking loser mm. Tesla bros. Yeah. Who are like, oh, this is all frivolous shit. And it's like, if you can't have fun with this bit, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. Then you're a loser. You know, right. So the, I've heard. So on the special, I tell a bunch of them. But since the special, I would like go do it more on the road. Yeah. 
One woman said a guy took her to a concert and hit, the band came on stage and he made the heart shape with his no, hands no. at the band. Like this the whole yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, the whole time. Just like love the band so much. And she was like, <laughs> I'm out. And I just love that. It's like he took you to a concert. He loves the music. He just has an appreciation of the art. And she's like, I can't fuck this art appreciator. And then there was another woman in the best one since she said that he no he was merging into traffic and no one would let him in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's so perfect because he's just sitting there looking over his shoulder like, I don't understand. I guess everyone's an asshole today. And it's like, yeah, that's unfuckable. That's not a fuckable look. It's it's OK. That is not. Yeah. She's something- like, it's over. I don't know how to tell you this, John, but it's over. Like yeah. you just in that moment, she did not see him as like an alpha male. You know, no. she's like, this is it. This is it, it is a little old school. Like, yeah, she she pulled into Dryfill Station, you know, and. <laughs> Just, just like that's was it. We can't get out of here. Down. It, yeah. it, Pussy was, yeah, just shut down. That's great, though. It's okay. That's, I love that, though. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. many good ones. Anything men chasing things women seem to get turned off by, whether it's a can of soup that fell off of the shelf at a market. Like, that was a funny one. There were like a can of soup fell off the shelf of the market and he chased it down the, the <laughs> aisle. And I'm like, it's funny because like the other option is him being the biggest piece of shit is him being like, I don't pick up cans. Fuck it. That's yeah. not what I do. I'm I'm above that. And it's like, it's funny to me that like there's no fuckable solution to that. You know, no. like <laughs> I mean, my husband told me last night, literally right before we were about to like you know, be one with each other and make love. He's like, you're the goofiest person I've ever met. I was like, I don't, is that an ick? I was like, I don't know <laughs> if you should say that. We've also been together 13 years, so that is him just being romantic. But he's like, God, you're so fucking goofy. I don't know what yeah. the fuck I was doing. I was doing like Che Diaz impressions from And Just Like That in bed right before <laughs> we were trying to have sex. And I was just like, I think about it all the time. Like if, if, if I did not have Jeff in my life and I had to be back in the single game again and a man ever had to look at my Instagram, they'd be like, nope. Like well, red flag, just because I don't give a shit. I'm just like, I'm being goofy, you know? But that's the thing. One, you know, but for every seat, that's the, yeah. the positivity element of this. It's like, yeah, he's sitting there being like, you goofy bitch. Yeah, you Come goofy on, let's bitch. fuck, you know? <laughs> it's interesting the woman said like khakis. Okay, she she wasn't feeling a guy in khakis. But what do guys wear, jeans or khakis? Right. It, 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 again, they're all reasonable and ridiculous. That was Do you the have fun an part. Do no. you have one thing? No. I have no. There, there is not one thing. I talk about on the special. What mm-hmm. you know, get into like, kind of like what what I have, and mm-hmm. it's like you know, the ick is like to me again addicted to, to crystal back. meth. <laughs> right. <know>? That's <laughs> no. You know, I take a blowjob. It's no tea. <laughs> uh, so I. You're like homeless with a crippling drug addiction. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's a little bit of an ick. I'd like somebody who can maybe. like keep their shit together. <laughs> that, yeah, I just, you know, it is. And this goes back to what we talked about before. Like, and this can be looked at in a positive way. Men don't go on dates with people they're not like 100% into, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, and there's no box checking of, oh, college education. And this can be sad. I can understand that someone hears that and they're like, you know, but if you're on a date, I, to me, it takes away one thought in your head. If you're on a date with a guy, he wants to be there be with you. So he we wants should to be there. So the the lovely women that are listening to this should mm. think, OK, if he's asked you out on the date, you're already got one foot in the door. Like go in there with he wants the, to fuck with, you. He wants to fuck <laughs> you. go in there with positive energy and then yeah. you can screw the rest up. But at least go. Don't go into it with a negative mindset. If he's already asked you out on the date. If you're on a date with a guy, he's looking at a table from, you know, he wants to eat. Yeah. You know, he is he is he's he's drooling for you in a certain way. And again, I'm not saying that's going to mean a relationship. I'm not saying saying that you should have sex with him. I'm just saying at the very least, this idea of like, well, I don't know my pictures. Do they look enough like me? Yes, they look enough like you. You look mm-hmm. like your pictures. Stop it. Like. You know, you know, you know, you this is they know what you look like. They know what you're you know, they they're there because you are their type. Mm-hmm. OK. All right. So uh, right out the gate, let's be a little bit more positive. You dumb. Right. <laughs> Jared, you're fantastic. I always love getting your I love getting your straight male perspective in a way that I do think you you surround yourself by badass, smart, positive women 
And I just think it's refreshing. And everybody should check out your special on Netflix out now, 37 and single. And then where can everybody find your tour dates and listen to the podcast and all that jazz? Jaredfried.com. I'm in Providence, Atlanta, Huntington, New York. That's on Long Island, Seattle, Charlotte, Philly, D.C., Baltimore, Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, San Diego, Phoenix, Chicago, Boston, jaredfree.com that's where you get the dickies that. assemble the group chat i'm pumped we're we're making something happen in atlanta i'm we gonna are. be down there if you're down there and i'm down there we're all gonna hang out and i i might i happen. might be there i think i might be there so if okay, we're good. if i'm there we're fucking doing it i would love to see you at center stage and i'm so proud of you for the netflix special and then you know wheeling and dealing she believed love she it. could so damn it jared she did that's right <laughs> that's the new model for turks and caicos love the, it. New mo- <laughs> the new model <laughs> see you in the turks Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.